0: Hey guys, long time no talk about any UFC events. Uh, I know I'm about to be dropping this, not ideally in in the time frame it needed to be done. I like to do these after the uh, weigh-in results have already taken place without as many cancellations as possible, but I do know it does end up hindering um, the overall listeners. However, I hope that you can listen to this. If you are a person that um, does betting, I hope that you could probably gain something from this to figure out what it is that you would want to do uh, with this information. So, without further ado, let's get into the UFC 273 Preview show, Volkanovski versus the Korean Zombie. So, if we want to start us off, we got to start off with the marquee event. Or, sorry, marquee fight, which is Alexander Volkanovski for, facing Chan Sung Jung, also known as the Korean Zombie. Um, this was originally supposed to be uh, Volkback Holloway 3. Holloway pulled out due to an injury. And then, weirdly enough, after, I think, maybe four or five weeks after they, um, he had pulled out due to injury, he said that he was once again able to uh, fight and wanted to be uh, set up as the backup fighter for this card. Uh, the UFC has decided not to do that. And... Uh, from what it seems like, they didn't, they didn't have anybody weighing for a backup. Um, they ain't nobody talked to Max all week, from what it seems like. Um, they both may wait, so this is a moot moot point. Anyway, so if we want to think about this, right, Adelson Volkanovski is coming fresh off his feet, defeat of Brian Ortega, where he was challenged a little bit um, with some submission attempts, especially a guillotine that was pretty deep that looked like he was going to get the fight. Um, in his favor, it did not end up working out, and then he went in on to finish a dominant win. Uh, this is all the back to back, uh, close uh, context that we had with Max Holloway. Um, and then he originally, um, before he had that, he had this fight with Jose Aldo. Uh, as people know, he has not lost since his fourth pro fight. Um, just throwing that out here, uh, for you guys. But more importantly, um, he's facing Chan Sung Jung. Chan Sung Jung, after being a from a lengthy layoff due to uh, mandatory military service in Korea, uh, came back last year, I do believe. No, it was two years before that. Yeah, he came back in twenty twenty, and oh, or nineteen. I might be, I might be missing some dates here. Cause it seemed like he was. Oh yeah, that's right. He came back in two thousand and um, seventeen when he beat uh, Dennis Bermudez. So anyway, so as he's came back after since he uh, fought Dennis Bermudez and won, uh, he. He had fought the likes of Yaya Rodriguez, was beating him until a last-second elbow, landed it clean, and got him out of there. And then he also uh, could not handle the surprise uh, boxing of Brian Ortega after Brian Ortega's loss to Matt Holloway. And then he came back. Uh, but after that loss, uh, he took uh, a couple months off, came back, and then beat Dan Ige, who dang Ige was coming off of his defeat of I do believe it was Cody Garbrand. Let me verify that first. No, it wasn't. Hmm. Either way, more, more to the point. Um Chan Sung Jung is a name. He is probably the most worthy name to face. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky after he had already beaten Brian Ortega. So what does this look like, right? So, not to surprise anybody, uh, Chan Sung Jung is the taller fighter. Uh He's normally the taller fighter uh around, well, most people, rather, are the taller fighter when they fight uh Volkanovsky. Uh, but he also gives up reach. However, Volkanovsky does a good job with his feints, set up his feint and his footwork to get inside range, land, and then um he also has really good wrestling now he may not uh, elect to directly uh wrestle chan sung jung because chan sung jung is one of the p pe- one of the few there's only two if not no more than three people who have twister a submission victories in the UFC. So Chan Sung Jung is very adept at being on the ground. He's comfortable being there. And he has a lot of his takedowns by himself. This fight, however, I do believe will be standing the majority of the time and it'll be contested at whoever can establish their range first. And you would have to imagine if Brian Ortega was able to land um, consistently on Chan Sung Jung that Volk will be able to as well when he decides he needs to. Um, especially, he's good at trying to take away that front leg. Chance Sung doesn't uh, change stances that often. That will end up uh, taking away his power and then figuring out what he has to do from there. If he has to end up wrestling, or will he have to, uh, like he did against Dan Ige, he brought out some of that wrestling against him, or will he be able to stand and just box with him, right? If you guys didn't know, uh, let's see. If we're looking at uh, his record, Volkanovski's record, that is, he hasn't had a finish win since 2018 when he knocked out Chad Mendes. Fading Chad Mendez, but it was a knockout. Uh, none this, uh, uh, still the same. So this fight, I predict, will go all five rounds, and it'll be a strategic chess match where that will mostly be contested on the feet. I don't think that Chad's, uh, Chan Sung Jung is going to waste a lot of time trying to get the fight to the ground, because um, he's going to have faith in his own boxing, staying behind his jab, and trying to counter. Uh, the issue is, is, like I said, he doesn't typically throw a lot of leg strikes And Volk does. So I believe if Volk starts throwing the leg strikes to then stop Chan Sung Jung's movement, he's going to end up having a stationary target. He's going to be able to land on him a lot more. Still, don't think he's going to be able to finish him, but he's going to be able to get in and get out and be able to land his strikes a lot more uh, efficiently. So this is to note, though. Chan Sung Jung probably has the biggest gun coming into that fight. Why did I say that? It wasn't. I watched the fight. You, people say what they want to say. The metrics, uh, uh, fight metrics are now known as 3027, also have their own ideas about how they decided to see the fight, but, uh, or how they score things. But I saw with my eyes, uh, Alexander getting dropped twice, um, with punches from Max Holloway. Max Holloway is never known to anybody as a one-shot uh, KO person. Chan Sung is. So he does have that power and I do believe that if it's dicey early, if if one of the times he thinks he should have faint didn't faint it doesn't anticipate the range, I do see a, a situation where Alex hits the ground. Now Alex does have a good chin so it's not like he's going to get hit and not going to be able to recompose himself But you should always keep that in um, as a factor that uh, uh, Jung does have that power and can set him down. All that being said, I do believe that it is uh, Volk who ends up getting the decision. And we will even go uh, 49-46. I see Chance snatching one of the earlier rounds from him. If we go down to fight number two, I'm sorry, the co-main event. Audrey Stern versus a P-ture or however you correctly say that, Jan. Because um, people say Peter, that's not right. And then they say P-ture. Um it's also not right. So people say Pewter. Um, don't know if correctly to correctly say, say his name. But anyway, uh, so Jan was the champion until he hit. Aljo with an illegal knee within the fourth round. Now, when you watch that fight, that fight was a competitive fight uh, for the first and second round, and then it was easily going the way of Jan's. And then Jan, don't know if it was a language barrier issue thing or whatever, but the ref was clearly telling us, Say down, 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 talking about Aljo to try to keep. Yon realizing that, hey, do not throw a knee, do not throw a kick at this point, and then he went ahead and, and, and threw the knee. Whatever uh, fiasco, whatever tactics you uh, surmise from that, that's not the point. The point is, with this fight, uh, Demetrius Johnson recently said on a uh, another interview with uh, uh, Brian Campbell of uh, Morning Combat CBS uh, Sports and all that, that people don't really understand what Peter Jan is doing. It was like, Peter Jan doesn't come into a fight really with a game plan. Um, And the absence of a game plan is actually his pure genius because he wants to see what it is that you are planning to do and then going to go ahead and counter it. So he said, if you actually look at that first round where Aljo, he came out, Uh, very hard um, with all his takedowns and uh, takedown attempts and strikes and everything else because he was trying to go ahead and gas out Jan. He ended up gassing himself out uh, with that. They said, if you look at Jan, he was actually rolling with a lot of that stuff, covering up just smartly enough just to see what Aljo was doing. And what ended up happening is Yon was doing enough defensively to give up the first uh, round uh, as it was going, as it was in the fourth. Um, Two judges had it um, uh, 2-1 Yon, and then another judge had it uh, 2-1 Sterling. So, Uh, So that's another thing that people don't really think about because they just think about the very end like what happened up to the knee not the rounds prior to it and like it is said many times when you look at a fight each round is pretty much a separate fight you can't carry anything over from one round to the next. So with the smartness of Yawn to be able to do that, and then he has like one of the highest takedown defenses uh, in the Bantamweight division currently, Aljo's way to win this fight is to be able to get Yawn to the ground and be able to go for a submission. Now, the thing is, with the control time, uh, judges, if you haven't watched fights recently, judges are being very careful um on how they're actually judging what you're doing when you're taking somebody down now there's a plus and minus to this some of the judges seem to not really understand what it is a person is doing when they're on the ground because it looks like it's a stalemate position it's somewhat better it's kind of better now than what it was um in previous years but then there's also this thing where you're seeing so many high level technicians who can operate on the ground when you don't see somebody doing the same thing you kind of think that they're stalling with that being said Jan does a good job of when he's taken down to prevent the avenues to his back and his neck when he's ever taken down right or even when you have him pressed up against the cage he's really smart really aware of all that so if Aljo so imagine this right we're in a scenario it's Pick a round doesn't matter. And for the first two minutes of the round, Jan is uh, not necessarily doing too much, but you could tell he's winning the striking exchanges. Aljo gets a takedown. And then for the remaining of the round, the remaining three minutes, Aljo is attempting to take his back. Uh, not really directly going for submissions, but just keep trying to incrementally get to different positions, the round can end up still going to yawn, depending on how some of these judges are looking at it, it is now. And you're like, hey, man, wait, hold up. You had three minutes of control time. And you still lost the round? Yeah, if people, it's like, if it was clear enough to where it's like, you were losing this sh- uh, striking exchanges, yes, you changed the location of where the fight was taking place, but you didn't do anything with it. You weren't actively attacking submissions Yang uh, was never in a threat at any point within that. It could end up causing uh, Aljo to lose a round and end up losing the belt. This is another fight I proceed to see that go all five rounds. Um, this one, I don't r- really have a good idea of who will win the fight because I think Aljo will recognize him attempting to y- gas Jan out did not work. From that, he could also see that when Jan fought uh, Cody Sanhagen, he did exactly what he needed to do to win and survive in advance. So he also knows that even with a uh, uh, Corey Sanhagen's um, dynamic attack, it wasn't enough to get Jan off of what he has going on. Now, a key thing in this fight is Jan's corner were not allowed visas to come to the United States to corner him for this fight. How much of an impact that has, one may never know. But it is something to also think about with his makeshift corner with Jan having to try to figure out everything. And is he going to respect the cues that is coming from his um, impromptu coaches? So even with that, this is a great fight. I guess I'm forced to take a pick with everything that is around what happened what happened to Aljo uh as regards to winning, how he acted afterwards, the, the thirteen month delay to get to this point, Jan's coaches not being here, having to figure out how to mess with these new coaches, new strategies, all this in mind, I'ma just pick Aljo by upset. The reason why I say is by upset because Yan, I believe, is like a minus three fifty favorite. So you want to take a flyer on Aljo? Take a flyer on Aljo. Aljo. Um, I don't see him getting. I won't see him getting finished by by yon Um. So after that, that covers the top two fights for the card. So I'm going to give you a couple different things. um This isn't like how I've done it before in the past. If you have listened to any of these in the past about. Uh, directly drafting previews but these are other fights to just kind of mention to kind of see what happens because uh, it can be interesting um, so we want to go to uh, Ian Gary fighting Darian Weeks Ian Gary is coming off of his impressive uh, fight let's see he fought last year as I forget things um, Need to be old and wiscity washed uh, let's see. Did he win? Yeah, he fought in November, and he won by knockout at the at the last second uh, of the first round. Now he was uh getting uh exchanged on in that round, uh. But you know you can't keep a can't keep a good man down. Uh, so he's fighting Darian Weeks, and Darian Weeks is let's see. I believe he's a fighter off the. Did he fighter off the contender series. Uh, no, I don't see he fought on the contender series. I thought he was for some reason, but anyway, uh, um, he his last outing was in December. He lost to Brian Barberina. Uh, Brian Barberina just beat um just uh, I just forgot his name too. Uh Matt. Oh, man. Let me look this up. Even doing stuff so, that uh, ended up being recorded, I still uh, don't edit a lot of stuff. So, he just – Matt Brown. Jeez Louise. He just came off of uh, back and forth Brown, fought with Matt Brown. So, Brian, Brian Mar- losing to, uh, to Brian Barbarina doesn't mean a whole lot, but it means a lot when you're coming into the UFC and that was your, like, let's see – where you you are type fight because um, Brian Barberina is uh, top twenty maybe you want to say that in welterweight so you know they they gave him something high up and then to see where he was and then now he's down to Ian Gary or Ian Gary so uh, that should be an interesting contest uh, to see how it how it works out because uh, uh Darian did get the more seasoned opponent his first fight in but uh in after that that the defeat of Jordan bright it's a it's a great step up for him it, it, it's a big step up for him really if you want to talk about the uh his nickname is the future so we shall see or Jordan Williams rather Jordan Williams at uh we'll see how that goes. Uh we have uh Jair- Rosenstruck versus Marcin Tabora. Uh I believe Jerzinho Jair- 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 Rosenstruck should easily win this fight. Uh Marcin doesn't have the striking to stand with uh Rosenstruck, but he doesn't go to the takedown unless he really believes he can get it on him. Uh, Gerozino has done very well uh, striking with a lot of people, or like people who try to take him down and being able to get back up off his feet. So it's not something uh, – Marcin will be the better person on the ground, but being able to get Gerozino there and hold him there is going to be a harder thing. So I do think Gerozino is going to win. uh we'll, and, like, these are on the preliminary card. I did skip some other ones that are on the uh, uh, main card because didn't really think those are big things. Uh, Aspen Lad versus Raquel Pennington. Uh, Aspen Lad did make weight. uh was a big thing. People were thinking about her uh, fighting at 135 pounds. Uh, Raquel Pennington is currently on a win streak. Uh, and this is... Easily Aspen lads, uh, uh, toughest test as a Raquel, you know, formal title challenger <clears throat> as well. So uh, that could be fun to look for. Uh, easy, easy money, if you want to look at it as Jared Venata versus Ale- uh, um, Alexio Olenek. It kind of goes like this. Alesky doesn't get him on the ground, can't set up a, um, some type of. Uh, uh, choke or anything from standing um he's probably going to get picked apart um on the feet uh pretty easily uh so with that being said that is all that i will talk about it's a return to me you know you know i'll put some respect on um on this because i just realized i didn't even mention this fight uh, Gilbert Burns versus Kamzat uh, which is probably the the biggest, it's going to get the uh, probably the most viewers um, out of this entire card, Like even though, yes, it is on pay-per-view, where people are going to make sure they're focused on and watching and um, seeing how this rise of uh, Kamzat is versus Gilbert Burns. Now, the thing is, a lot of people don't know this about Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is a world champion black belt on the ground in the gi and no gi, right? AD, ADCC two-time uh, champion. Um, I believe, and or his at least his uh division, not absolute, but at least his division. And uh he also, like I said, he won it in the he won uh the black belt the uh, worlds in the in the gi. Um Jamayev has fantastic wrestling, uh great cardio to boot to go ahead and start. Does he try to engage with Gilbert Burns on the ground? I don't think he will. The reason why is if you guys remember when he fought Gerald Mershart, another person who is really good on the ground dead. And, and very important, is not as um, decorated as Gilbert Burns is. Hamzat, when he closed the distance on him. Instead of, like, faking for a thing and getting ready to go for shoot, he just sat there, saw the timing through the right hand, sat him down, and got him out of there. Now, I'm not saying he'll be able to do the same thing to Gilbert right away, but Hamzat definitely will be having the biggest gun coming into this fight, right? We know Gilbert... It's not saying he's chinny because he was knocked down by Kamaru Uzma, which is we also know who gets firepower, but he was also knocked down by him. And stand-up is obviously you can see if you dedicated your whole life to doing something on the ground, you're going to have deficiencies in certain areas, right? Just as natural. And his happens to be standing, even though he is a very good stand-up fighter. Um, if Gilbert wants to win, he wants to go ahead and take you down and drag you down and choke you out uh Hamzat will be willing to stand and trade and see what happens from there. Um Hamzat also one of his first uh not first fights one of his fights um uh, let's see if I can find this I remember this guy's name I should remember if I see it uh duh, 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 duh. I do believe it was it was either Marco no, it was it was a decision win, I believe. Let's see here. I can try to find that guy. No, it has all his wins here by finish. Yeah, because I think he sat the guy down late. Um, he fought against a guy who was a world champion Sambo a fighter, and he ended up Staying, uh, standing with him the whole time. Every time he kept shooting for takedowns, the guy kept defending it, kept defending it, kept defending it. I believe you can find that fight on YouTube. Um, and then he able just to, to get him out of there with strikes, um, using his hands, hands and his feet. GF gym feats that don't really matter, but like I believe Alexander uh, Rackage, uh, recently came out. It's, it, was a, it was a light heavyweight. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Uh, came out and said that he. Um, broke his ribs sparring. Um, and then before, and there's a video of him sparring Alexander Gustafson and he dropped him, uh, with a body kick. Now, these are gym things and whatever, but it just kind of lets you know, like, these things can happen, but it kind of also lets you know the power he has, right? This guy, he knocked out Jeremy Rushart at, um, 185 with a one shot. Um, And the guy's at 170. He's just taking that down and ragdolling. Now, uh, Burns is a a thicker guy, right? So, like, and he's shorter. So, like, trying to get under him to take him down is going to be a lot more difficult. But the shots would be there to be able to land. And it's going to be interesting, right? Because, like, since he's been in the UFC, everybody he has fought... Uh, pretty much he has beaten in the first round, except for the first fight he had, but he also beat the crap out of that guy he fought too. So what does he do if he doesn't take Gilbert down? Is he going to have the gas tank for it to go long? So that's, that's a fight to be worth seeing as well. Um, and if the odds, the odds are, I think, out like close to 700 minus 700, if there was odds to say like the fight will go to the second round or like over one and a half uh, and it was a lot lower, I would f- for sure jump on them all day long because I don't think uh, like he's not going to be, unless he gets knocked out like one punch combination type thing or like punch kick combination type thing, which is Gilbert is very smart with his defense and things like that. I don't think uh, he's not going to be taken down and submitted. Uh, not right away uh, for sure. So anyway, so thank y'all for checking this out. Uh remember like times like, comment, subscribe, share this around. I try to do this uh in a better way so you can get this content um out there sooner to make more educated decisions on your bets. Um the first fight doesn't happen until uh six PM Eastern Standard Time, so five PM for me. So you'll have time to actually listen to this, see if anything else shakes out, um, and then go. So anyway. Thank you for checking out the pod. This is how you become legendary and greatness is earned.